I'm in Deuteronomy 7 and 16 this morning. The Lord knows what he's doing this morning. He, my, he's a, a, as it's going to show us on over here in a few verses, he's a mighty God. He is a mighty God, and, and it says, and he's terrible, which means he's awesome. He's above, and he's, and he's beyond, and, he, and he's great, and they ain't nobody like him in all the earth. He, he's worthy of our praise. He's worthy of our honor this morning. He, it, it, we wasn't nothing when he found us. Just an old wretch. Just an old wretch. Wasn't none of us. Wasn't none of us worthy of his love. None of us deserved his love. None of us done anything that would cause him to love us. He just loved us. He, we didn't find him. He found us. We was the one lost. He saved us. He redeemed us. He took us off of the trap door. We no longer had to live in fear. Hallelujah. Put our feet up on a solid foundation this morning. I know that I know that I'm going to heaven this morning. Hallelujah. Any moment of time out there in the world, I could have fell into hell. Too dumb to even realize it. But I know where I'm going this morning. My, what a gift. What, do you see we don't owe him a little bit? We don't owe him just part of our life. We don't owe him uh, just to be part-time Christian. We know him every hour of the day. Do, do you see? We, we, we should be willing to literally lay down our life for him. He laid down his life for us. Now, now do you see? We lay down. I'm not talking about death and somebody putting... Putting your head in a can, uh, canteen where they chop you, that ain't what I'm talking about. Right. I'm talking about laying our life down and, and falling on our face before a God that's done everything for us. And saying, Lord, it's not my life anymore. Lord, if you want me to preach, I'll preach. You want me to teach, I'll teach. You want me to sing? Lord, you want me to give a testimony? Lord, if you want me to go over into the jungles of Africa, I'm yours. I'm not my own anymore. Do you see? That's what's laid down our life is to Christ. He's done too much for us to not to be willing. Now, I'm not off of my lesson. This is what the lesson's all about. Amen and hallelujah this morning. Do, do you see Vance Habner called those Christians that, what, that, that, that live? Between, do you see there's, there's a lot of Christians just like the children of Israel, part of our lesson. They came out of Egypt. They came out of the world and they got saved. But they spent their Christian life in the wilderness. They never was willing to go just like that first generation of Jews. They, they died there in the wilderness, not believing God and not trusting God, not willing to lay down their life for God. Hallelujah. Not going around with stubbornness and unwilling to fully lay down their life for Christ. I better go on. But in verse 16 he says, Now thou shalt consume all the people which the Lord thy God shall deliver thee. Now, Moses is talking to the children of Israel now, and they're about to go up there into the promised land, into Canaan's land. And he said, And thou shalt consume all the people which the Lord thy God shall deliver thee. Wow. Now, now, for us, now, it, it, for them, it was those uh, Ittite nation people, those giants up there for them. But for us, do you see, it's all allegoric for us today. We come out of Egypt when the Lord saved us, but do you see a lot of people, a lot of Christians is not willing to fully lay down their life. 
Betweeners is what Vance Abner calls it. Called us betweeners between Canaan's land and in Egypt, and there in the wilderness, not willing to fully commit, not willing to fully surrender, not willing to fully lay down our life for Christ. We, we want to hang on to certain things in our life. But he said, And thou shalt consume all the people which the Lord thy God shall deliver thee. And, and now it's not, for, now our biggest enemy is, is not those giants up there in Canaan land, but our biggest enemy is this old flesh and blood right here. That's our biggest enemy. And this, and, and, and this flesh, it acts like a wedge between us and God. They don't nothing get between us and God more than this old carnal nature of ours. Now, we can blame it on the church, and we can blame it on the preacher. I, I thought over the years, there's been people leave this church and say, well, I just don't feel nothing down to that church anymore. <laughs> Do you see? You don't feel nothing because you're a betweener. You're never, as long as you're a betweener, until you're willing to fully lay down your life, you're going to be a betweener, and you ain't going to feel nothing. And you can blame it on the church, or you can blame it on the preacher, you can blame it on your spouse, you can blame it where you work, you can blame it on anybody you want to blame it on, but you better just look in the mirror. Amen and hallelujah this morning. And if you're right with God and you lay down your life for God, they ain't nobody going to hinder your joy. Amen. Glory to God this morning. Ain't nobody going to get in the way of God blessing you if you get right with God. How, and too many people now want to blame it on everybody else. But it's us that needs to get right with We don't feel nothing because we're between her. We're not willing to fully surrender to Christ this morning. But he says... Thou shalt consume all the people. Do you see? We can consume all those enemies in our life. Our God's a big God. Our God's a great God. Our God's a mighty God. Do you see? And thou shalt consume all the people which the Lord thy God shall deliver thee. Then I shall have no pity upon them. Do you see? That's our problem. We begin to have pity. Those little sins that does so easily beset us. That... Uh, that, 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 that spirit of rebellion that is within us, we want to hang on. We want to hang on to parts of our life. Lord, I, I'll do this for you, but Lord, I ain't doing that. Lord, I, I might go over here for you, Lord, but I ain't going over there. You're between her. Until you're willing to fully commit and surrender, I'll go anywhere, Lord. I'll do anything, Lord. Until you're willing to make that commitment, you're just a betweener. You're not going over into the... And Canaan's land now is a representation of living that victorious Christian life and having the victory over the flesh, over the devil, uh, over anything that comes your way. He said... that I shall have no pity upon them. And we can't, do uh, you see, all of us has got those little sins that does so easily beset us. Right. The Lord delivers us, and ain't long, we ain't careful, we'll fall right back in them. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. I might not be attracted to the same sin you are, and you might not be attracted to the same sin I am, but we all got infirmities in this Amen. flesh of ours. We've all got weaknesses that haunt us every day of our lives. And, and it's always acting like a wedge to get between us and God. Amen. Hallelujah this morning. Neither shall there serve their gods. And, and notice the little G. Not a big G, but it's a little G. Neither shall there serve their gods. For that will be a snare unto thee. 
do you see there's uh, God's in our society, God's all around us. For some people, it's alcohol, it's their God, some it's drugs, some it's a job, some it's a business, some it's anything that takes priority over God in your life is one of those little G gods. But he said that thou shalt, neither shalt thou serve their gods, for that will be a snare unto thee, a snare unto thee, if thou shalt say in thine heart, listen to this now, these nations are more than I. How can I dispossess them? Now, Moses and the Lord, the Spirit of God upon Moses is telling the children of Israel, now when y'all get up there and y'all see these big giants up there in those Hittite nations, if you begin to say in your heart, these nations are more than I, how can I dispossess them? Now, for us this morning, you might say, well, I've been a Christian for years. I ain't never been able to get rid of those little sins. I've not, I've been a Christian for years. I've never really been able to fully commit and surrender to God. He said, if thou shalt say, if you got that attitude, well, nobody's perfect. You got that attitude. Well, I'm saved by grace. Not by works. My mom, my dad, they wasn't perfect either. <laughs> Thou shalt say in thy heart, these nations are more than I. How can I dispossess them? Listen to this verse 18. Thou shalt not be afraid of them, but shall well remember what the Lord thy God did unto Pharaoh and unto all of Egypt. The great temptations which thine eyes saw, and the signs and the wonders, and the mighty hand and the stretched out arm. Whereby the Lord thy God brought thee out, so shall the Lord thy God do unto all the people whom thou art afraid. Do you see what Moses, the Spirit of God is doing? He's telling the children of Israel, when you get up there and see those nations, those giants, remember what the Lord done for you back there in Egypt. Do you see for us, remember where the Lord brought you from. Remember what such a change that God has made in your life. Is he not able to take us a step further? <laughs> Do we have to be bound down by these weaknesses that haunt us every day of our life? I don't think we do. The great tempt, he said, moreover, the Lord thy God will send the hornet among them until they that are left, hide themselves from thee to be destroyed. Do you see the Lord told them that now when y'all go up there and y'all fight these giants, some of them's going to go off and hide. But he said, I'll send the hornets and kill them anyway. I, do you see a, a lot of us a lot of us has got sins in our life we don't even realize do, do you see I, I've grown and, and I've matured in this thing over the years and the Lord has, has weeded some things out of my life at the time I didn't think there was nothing wrong with them but after the Lord weeds them out and, and opens my eyes I look back I say my that was wrong yeah, do you see if we'll commit it's not by our might. It's not by our power. It's not by our ability. It's not by our ingenuity. It's in a God who loves us this morning. It's in a God who died for us this morning. It's in a God that wants to bless us this morning and pour his blessings into our life. Hallelujah. Moreover, the Lord thy God will send the hornet among them that are left and hide themselves from thee to be destroyed. Thou shalt not be affrighted at them. For the Lord thy God is among you. And he's a mighty God. And he's terrible. 
So you see, uh, uh, we've got to be careful with the attitude. Well, I can't live no better. I've lived like this all my life. We serve a mighty God. An awesome God. A God that loves us. A God that was willing to come down and lay down his life and die in our place and for our benefit. There's nothing more. A blood-bought child of God falling in his face before this holy and just God and say, God, I just want to be a better Christian. You think God's going to turn you down? Why, he'd move heaven and earth. That same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells within us. He's able to strengthen our mortal bodies. We don't have to be a betweener this morning. We can be more than overcomers through Christ who loves us this morning. But, but you know, the, the biggest problem now is not in the, in the ability we got that through Christ. We can do all things through Christ, which strengthens us. But the problem lies in, you know, Jesus stood up on the mountain and, and overlooked Jerusalem one day, with, and he wept, I believe the Bible says. And he held out his arms, and he said, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. How often I would have gathered you in under, as a chick would gather its, uh, its, uh, 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 its little chickens, its little chickens in, as a hen would gather its chicks in. He said, "How often I would have gathered you in as a hen gathers its chicks under its wings, under those wings of protection, under those wings of power and authority." But he said, "You would not." So you see, that's where the fault lies. We're not better Christians because we don't want to be. We're betweeners because we're not willing to fully surrender to Christ and give our lives to Christ. And, 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 and if you don't feel nothing this morning, you're a betweener. Now, we don't feel nothing every time. We're not blessed every service. We're not, we're not blessed every time we sit down and read. But there's joy in this thing. There's peace in this thing. We can enjoy this, this all the way to heaven. I know we're in trouble sometimes and the devil's fighting like he's never fought before. But greater is he that is in me this morning. We've got the victory in the Lord Jesus Christ. We can be more than overcomers through Christ who loves us this morning. We don't have to be defeated. We don't have to go back to those little sins every time. Hallelujah this morning. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We don't have to live with that rebellious spirit not willing to fully surrender to Christ. We've got the power to overcome it through Christ this morning. Oh, what a Savior and a friend we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. My, my I love him this morning. Now, this, this cut, my, cut me, this message Moses preached now, it's done took all of my toes off. It, it, Moses got right down where we lived at. He got right down when, where we lived at. My, I love him this morning. I appreciate him this morning. Ain't nobody like him in all the earth. Oh, Pastor asked me to, to do this recitation before I sit down. Andrew. In Genesis, he's the breath of life. It, you might be. Do you see the scriptures all about Jesus? Come on, and in Genesis, he's the breath of life. In Exodus, he's the Passover lamb. In Leviticus, he's our high priest. In Numbers, he's the fire by night. In Deuteronomy, he's Moses' voice. In Joshua, he's salvation's choice. In Judges, he's the lawgiver. 
In Ruth, he's the kinsman redeemer. In First and Second Samuel, he's that trusted prophet. In Kings and Chronicles, he is sovereign. In Ezra, he's the true and faithful scribe. In Nehemiah, he's the rebuilder of broken walls of our lives. In Esther, he's Mordecai's courage. In Job, he's the timeless redeemer. In Psalms, he is our morning song. In Proverbs, he's wisdom's cry. Ecclesiastics, he's the times and the seasons. In, in the Song of Solomon, he's the lover's dream. He is. He is. He is this morning. In Isaiah, he's the prince of peace. In Jeremiah, the weeping prophet. In Lamentations, the cry for Israel. Ezekiel, he's the call from sin. In Daniel, the stranger in the fire. In Jose, he's forever faithful. In Joel, he's the spirit's power. In Amos, the arms that carry us. In Obadiah, he's the Lord our Savior. In Jonah, he is the great missionary. In Micah, the promise of peace. In Nahum, he's our strength and shield. In Habakkuk and Zephaniah, he's pleading for revival. In Haggai, he restores the lost heritage. In Zechariah, he's our fountain. In Malachi, he's the son of righteousness rising with healing in his wings. He is, he is this morning. He is. In Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, he's the God-man Messiah. In the book of Acts, he's the fire from heaven. In Romans, he's the grace of God. In Corinthians, the power of love. In Galatians, he is the freedom from the curse of sin. In Ephesians, he's our glorious treasure. In Colossians, he is the Godhead Trinity. Thessalonians, he's our coming king. Timothy, the abiding one. Titus, he's our mediator and our faithful pastor. Hebrews, the everlasting covenant. In James, the one who heals the sick. Praise his high and holiness. In first and second Peter, he is our shepherd this morning. Woo! He's our shepherd this morning. Glory, the one that laid down his life for us. In John and Jude, he's the lover coming for his bride. In Revelation, he's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. He is. He is. Oh, he is this morning, the prince of peace, the son of man, the lamb of God, the great I am. He's Alpha and Omega, our God, our Savior. He is Jesus Christ, the Lord. And when time is no more... He is. He is. Woo! He is. He is now and he always will be. Woo! Praise his high and holy name.